is Bloomberg Surveillance. Monetary policy cannot, by stimulating, create permanent jobs, and it can't lift long-run potential growth. The central thing holding us back throughout this recovery has been lack of demographic growth, and that's not changing anytime soon. We're creating a boatload of jobs. I mean, we're creating, on average, over 200,000 jobs per month, and that's a lot more than we need to absorb the growth in the working age population. Bloomberg Surveillance, your link to the world of economics, finance, and investment on Bloomberg Radio. Good morning, everyone. Bloomberg Surveillance, Michael McKee and Tom Keen. It's a Wednesday. That important ECB meeting tomorrow, we will brief you on economics, finance, and investment in this hour. Uh, the Forex Brief this morning brought to you by Interactive Brokers, winner of FX Week's 2015 award for the best retail Forex trading platform. Visit IB at IBKR.com slash Forex. Yen was stronger. Now it's a churn, 112.76. Euro 109.51, just a churn to the market. Sterling was a 142 earlier. Gives back a little one. Well, there it is, 142.00 on pound sterling and dollar showing a little bit of strength, but a churn all in all to the foreign exchange uh, market. Futures down, futures up, futures down, which means the only way to save us towards excitement is David Wilson, who joins us here on the equity Market. Pfizer is doing something. I couldn't figure it out. They're buying back $5 billion of stock. Didn't they already announce that? Right. But this is a matter of actually doing it. It's one thing to announce it. It's another thing to make it happen. And they're doing it through what's called an accelerated repurchase agreement with Goldman Sachs. The dollar amount's equivalent to about a 2.2% stake. And Pfizer's shares are up 1.5% in early So trade. even with the pre-announcement, when they finally announce it, I mean, a legit blue chip company, it moves the market. Well, it certainly is uh, in early trading today. <clears throat> then you have Valiant Pharmaceuticals, which is up 3.5%. The embattled drug maker added, added the vice chairman of Bill Ackman's Pershing Square Capital to its board, I'm along shocked. with two other independent directors. Yeah, I mean, You can say that because Pershing Square is Valiant's third largest shareholder with a 6.3% stake. Chipotle Mexican Grill down 3%. The restaurant chain temporarily closed a store near Boston after four employees got sick. The shutdown in Billerica, Massachusetts, was the latest in a series of food safety issues that began in November. Darden restaurants up 2.5%. The owner of Olive Garden and other chains reported preliminary earnings for the fiscal third quarter that beat analyst average estimate in the Bloomberg survey. Some analyst calls of note. Ross stores down 1.5%. The off-price retailer was lowered to neutral at Goldman Sachs and take off, taken off a list of the firm's top picks. All this happening after Ross stores rose 28% from a low set in November. Three more. Hat trick. Frontier Communications down 4.5%. The phone company lowered to sell from neutral at Citigroup. And a couple of Internet companies down after being cut to sell from neutral at UBS. Groupon is one of them, down 5%. The other is the consumer review website Yelp, which is down 5.5%. Do you you use Yelp? I do, actually. Do you? Yeah. Mike, do you use Yelp? I do. I don't get it. Well, I've tried. Well, it, it's pretty simple. You just say, I want to find a place that sells a microphone. And you just put in microphones. It'll tell you where the store is. I use it for restaurants. In other yeah. words, if I'm in a place and I don't know what's going on, you look up what's around and figure okay. out, well, where do I want to eat? Review Yelp again. What did they do? Consumer review website. You can put it that way. 
Okay. And say, damn, five and a half percent. Down to five and a half percent. David Wilson, thank you uh, so much. And he's a former chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission. We'll get to that in a moment. Do Yelp, and you just type in Arthur Levin, and you see that he's sitting right next to you. Yeah, you can. But this time of year, <laughs> he's getting ready to go bass fishing out in New York Harbor. Right. It's 75 degrees today. It's 75 degrees tomorrow. The water temperature is 42.6 degrees in New York Harbor. You can't, just because it's warm out, you don't go bass fishing. They haven't, they're not biting yet, right? No, that's right. They're, they're rather we're, deep. We're not many weeks away, though. But with but, this kind of weather, the bass yeah. will be coming around the Verrazano. Did you buy bridge. a new boat this year? Is no, it like, did no, you buy no. something five feet longer? No, 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 no. Same boat. Same okay. small boat you, called Full Disclosure. What we love, <laughs> what <laughs> we love, that's great. Well, Full Disclosure, Arthur Levitt brought along a fabulous note today. Um, of a letter from the second chairman of the SEC just before your tenure, 1936, from Mr. Landis. Describe this original letter that he wrote two years after the advent. He was writing to uh, the head of one of the brokerage associations in response to a letter that he got from them, telling them all the things the SEC was going to do, all the issues they were going to pursue, disclosure issues, market issues, setting up an organization to represent the markets. And it was fascinating because almost every one of those issues are still with us today. Uh, they talked about qualified brokers, the segregation of securities, Registration, prospectuses. Quote, beating, beating the, gun. the gun. What is beating kidding. the gun? Beating the gun means trading, uh, front running. It means front, front running. running. Yeah, that's effect. great. I haven't did, heard did they, beating you, did the gun. Did you ever see them use a gun on the floor of the American New York No, Stock no, I never heard of it before, but <laughs> isn't that wonderful? I think we should start talking once more about beating the gun. The idea here, and it does fold into our politics, is beating the system. And the reason these organized markets exist is so people know they get a fair trade. Does the little guy get a fair trade? I've had so many people in the last couple of weeks, Arthur, ask me about the hedge funds and the people moving the markets, oil or whatever, iron ore. It's tough. The little guy really should be using uh, low expense ratio mutual funds. The little guy doesn't have access to the kind of information that the institutions do, and the little guy knows that. Nevertheless, the little guy trades at a fraction of the cost that his great-grandfather traded at, and I think the little guy is more fairly represented than ever before. But the message of the past, of the Landis uh, observations, is that these are never-ending problems. The issue of transparency, the issue of disclosure, is just as relevant today as it was when Landis wrote that letter. It's a wonderful piece of mm -hmm. memorabilia. Mr. Landis uh, may not be surprised by the length of time it's taking the agency to complete market stability rules. SEC Chair Mary Jo White now says... Uh, won't get done by the time she steps down next January. Should we be surprised, or is this just what you expect? In uh, the I'm not at all surprised. I think that she's been unfairly criticized for not having accomplished more of her mandated agenda, but uh, 
what Congress did was dump everything on the commission and didn't fund the commission to do everything. I think that Mary Jo has done a heroic job, has established an environment of dignity, responsibility, and care for the investor that I think is awfully important, and she's fought back an alien Congress, particularly the financial services so-called oversight committee, uh, and I think she's mm-hmm. been a wonderful chair. The shock and awe, which I had, uh, and I consider myself an amateur in this, of Mr. Sanders doing better than good in Michigan, is this about, with, with your decades of service to the Democratic Party and, and your father's heritage, I might point out as well, is this about Mr. Sanders better than good, or is Mrs. Clinton losing the pixie dust of mainstream Democrats. In an interesting way, the Sanders phenomena is a parallel of the Trump phenomena. The American voter doesn't want business as usual. If that means Trump, so be it. If it means Sanders, we'll go with it. We don't want same old, same old, same old. Can Mrs. Clinton adapt to that? In a sense, in a sense, but it's something she will have to live with in a campaign against an ant- the ultimate anti-establishment figure. Won't be easy. It isn't a lock. Arthur Levitt, thank you so much. Arthur Levitt is the former chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission, and we look forward And I don't When do the Bass start? The Bass will start probably the first week in April. There we are, first week of April. Look forward to the surveillance. Boat big enough Fish for report. Tom and I to get on there with you and right. you know broadcast live. No, we do it in, It's a tradition. We do an hour. Arthur Levitt and Gad about Gaddis. We get them together and you you know, know. get it done. The Fish Report, April. <laughs> we could sell first that. Week. The Bloomberg Fish Report brought to you by. Yeah. Um, and you can do it. You can do the Fish Report. <laughs> yeah, I'd be very uh, good. Do you realize I get seasick? Just if the martini swirls a little bit, I get, I get, in, I'm wondering, Michael Barr, do you get instantly seasick? You know what? I hate to admit it, yes. I get instantly, like, boom, yeah. switch goes off. Well, I fish, so I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely I'm useless. Michael Barr and I will be, uh, uh, fishing at the, uh, We'll, Whatever that waterside bar is on East River. We'll be, <laughs> get back to the we'll dock right and you will, have, you will have the martinis ready for us. We will be there. Futures up nine. Down futures up 78. Ten-year yield 1.88%. Um, a churn to the market. But as Michael McKee mentioned, the headline is oil has a bid today. 37.29 West Texas Intermediate up a good 80 cents. Brent, $40.50 a barrel up 83 cents this morning. Time now to check in with Michael Barr for the latest news headlines. Mike, Tom, thank you very much. Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders will hold their eighth debate tonight in Florida. Last night, Clinton won the Mississippi Democratic primary, but Sanders scored a narrow upset win in Michigan. Clinton has more than half of the delegates she needs to win the Democratic presidential nomination. Republican frontrunner Donald Trump insists there's tremendous positive energy in the party. Trump told NBC's Today, some people have never voted before. And they're voting for Trump. He stretched his lead over his Republican rivals after wins in Michigan, Mississippi, and Hawaii. Ted Cruz won the Idaho primary. Two people have drowned in Oklahoma and Texas as a large storm system moves over sections of the south today. 
A flash flood warning is in effect for parts of eastern Texas, southern Arkansas, and northern Louisiana. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus from around the world. I'm Michael Barr. Mike Tom. Michael, thanks so much. Again, tomorrow, our exclusive coverage, the ECB, with the headlines from the Bloomberg Professional Service. We'll have that for you with the important press conference at 8.30. It's Bloomberg Surveillance. Market Driver is brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealer. No matter what the weather, Mercedes-Benz 4Matic all-wheel drive brings peace of mind and driving confidence. Visit your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealer for a test drive today.